Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Scott Spann. Scott, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's 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 go. Scott is the senior director of financial education with Bright Plan. They're an organization providing total financial wellness and leading all employees to financial success. Excited to have you on. Scott, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me here, George. Uh, I live in Charleston, South Carolina with my wife and two kids, 15 and 12-year-old, and also my home office companion, a seven-year-old golden doodle. And uh, I love my work as a certified financial planner practitioner. I've been focusing on this, just pioneering this workplace financial wellness movement. And I am a Bright Plans Senior Director of Financial Education. I love it. What's the golden doodle's name? Uh, Muffy Vanderbear is her full name. Got okay. to keep it formal. <laughs> Not my selection, but we so love her. <laughs> if I called out her name, would I hear her bark, or is she not in the room right now? Thankfully, she's in the in the in the uh, free from hearing her zone. Which <laughs> <So>. good enough. <laughs> love it. So, talk about pioneering the world of of financial wellness. It seems like that that word. Uh, it came into existence relatively recently, and now it's 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 become popular. So, tell me a little bit about how how that's sort of what it is, and 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 how people are focusing on it more. Yeah. So the the term financial wellness really just started to grow over the last couple of decades, and it started somewhat as you know i'd hate to say it, a marketing term just you know it, you know no one really had a clear definition of what financial wellness really means but it's something we all feel like we want we need that in our lives and and so what we've seen that kind of progressed from financial education a lot of that focused on retirement and investing to a more holistic approach where we now have a really good definition of what financial wellness is it's a multi-dimensional concept. And in simple terms, it's just progressing confidently towards life goals with a clear action plan. And there's that objective component to it. Uh, so we can measure and see how we're doing in our financial lives. But also there's that subjective component. And, and that's more of our money mindset. And, and I think they're both really powerful ways of looking at just our financial uh, well-being overall, but helps us move the needle in that positive direction to not only see where people in general as a whole are headed, but also how we can uh, collectively create programs through workplace financial wellness programs and even individual financial advisors really adopting a financial wellness mindset to their practice to help just further people along towards reaching those most important life goals. I love it. And certainly anytime we as people, we as human beings are attempting to tackle big problems. It makes sense to me to take that integrated approach to not just talking about tactics or strategies, but also to talk about that subjective stuff. So the way our minds work and our mindset. So I appreciate that. Where are we at just sort of globally? I know that y'all spent a lot of time and resources in doing the survey. Tell me, tell me where we're at. 
Yeah, we are, we're in a place where things are getting better, but there's a lot of, a lot of awareness and concern that needs to be uh, shifted towards this financial wellness area. And so in Bright Plan's 2021 financial wellness barometer survey, we found that only 20% of the respondents could answer three out of four basic financial literacy questions. And so you know, that's aligned with similar studies that show us about four in seven Americans are financially illiterate and report being unable to manage their finances confidently. So this is this is an area where we need solutions and we need a more, you know, we need a more holistic approach to how we solve this because traditionally most people just don't have access to financial guidance and advice unless they can afford it. So that's where the workplace financial wellness movement helps to solve that and helps companies, helps organizations as well. And, and we know just also through our research that based on that financial wellness survey, over 80% of employees actually want support and guidance from their employers on personal financial matters. So, uh, so the numbers are out there that say people are looking for help, which is a positive sign, but that financial stress, especially you know, in the middle of a global pandemic, is in an area where we need to um, focus more resources on addressing those concerns. Interesting. I, I appreciate you sharing that and certainly appreciate, uh, appreciate y'all doing, doing the survey. Um, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff there and sort of troubling stuff there and big opportunities there. Um, I think that, that for me, one of the, the things that jumped off the page was that 80% of employees are interested in getting help and guidance from their employer. Is that, 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 that probably helps a lot because I feel like a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, they, that they don't want to be matriarchal or patriarchal towards their employees. They, 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 they don't want to be pushing, but hearing that, well, actually appreciate that, but this is something that people are wanting that probably helps to shift the conversation. Yeah, it, there's definitely something that people want. And knowing that this financial wellness, just as a, as a workplace benefit, it's out there, it's available. Um, this is becoming one of those most sought after benefits, especially in recent years. That trend just continues to to have that positive movement there. And so with all that wave of uncertainty out there regarding just how to best manage our personal finances, a lot of people are turning to uh, financial wellness programs through their workplace to, to be able to find that, that trusted resource. And that's, that's been a challenge is, is just when it comes to personal finances, who do we turn to? And Mm -hmm. Uh, anyone out there can call themselves a financial planner. So uh, that's why, you know, what we found the best total financial wellness solution to be is one that pairs that that digital platform. So access to uh, potentially life-changing content to, uh, to have access to, you know, how do I make the best move to create a budget when I've never budgeted in the past? How do I eliminate debt? But also how do I have that peace of mind, knowing that I'm protecting my family, having insurance and estate planning, also part of that holistic discussion. And um, and then having that live human advisor support, it's invaluable. And, and that's something that when you think about just building a, a total financial wellness solution, uh, the research really supports that the more engaged people are, the better they tend to be financially uh, speaking from their well-being standpoint, but also the more 
they participate in different levels of services, whether it be a solution that is that digital component, having a financial coaching call, or even the ability to attend live webinars. The more engagement leads to better outcomes, better results, and lower financial stress. Yeah. Amen. So y'all are seeing the problem and you know, the, the, the needs of a 25 year old are different than the needs of a 65 year old, potentially, and not necessarily, but potentially somebody just getting started versus somebody who's getting close to retiring. People need to get out of debt. They need to budget. They need to learn about investing and insurance and estate planning. Oh my gosh, how do we, how do we take this and actually distill it down and then deliver it in a way that you're not going to just get people's eyes to, to sort of glaze over. So We'll talk, t- talk to me how through how y'all sort of drink from a fire hose or teach other people to drink from a fire hose. Well, well, for one, it starts with having the right people providing that financial guidance mm-hmm. and advice, having that, uh, that, you know, being, being a fiduciary is one, you know, essential component, making sure that the person that uh, we're we're putting out there to help address those tough questions, whether it's the 25-year-old just trying to deal with that mountain of student loan debt or someone that's preparing a retirement, anywhere and in between, we want to make sure that they have somebody that's always going to operate in their best interest and that has a clear understanding of what that total financial wellness solution could look like for that person. So uh, we know that finances, they, they just touch every aspect of a person's life, whether we realize it or not. And then we want to make sure that, that we're giving people that guidance to meet them where they're at. And I think it all starts with awareness of uh, being able to just assess where we, we're talking with somebody that um, we truly know what they're you know, goals are, we know what they're working towards, but we also know what that money mindset looks like. We know a little bit about their money history because we talked a lot about financial literacy and how important that is, but there's also that knowing doing gap or that behavior gap mm. when it comes to following through. So I think helping guide people and coach them to not only uh, show them what they need to do, but walk them along the way, automate things as much as we can, help them find ways to make the, the good decisions in their financial lives automatic. You know, things as simple as just you know, 401k enrollments, contribution rate escalators, but also automating debt payments, automating savings. And so whether, whether we're meeting somebody in a financially stressed position or somebody looking to just enhance what are already they've built a solid foundation, you got to, before we can be an expert as a financial planner, we got to let the client or the person we're working with be an expert in their lives first, listen, and that helps us provide the best guidance possible. Yeah, a lot of really good stuff there for sure. Need the right people providing the guidance and the advice and delivering the information, need to meet people where they are. And I mean, that's such a that's such an important thing. And we have so much shame around money that if I'm not, if I'm talking over their heads or if I'm, you know, talking down to them, then they're going to tune out. Um, so that's such an important thing. And then automating things, uh, my goodness, the more I can take my hands off the wheel, you know, that's, 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 that's really better for everybody. Um, how do you, how, how do you, how do you coach people to 
start that conversation with, with, with themselves about figuring out what their money history or their money mindset is. So I'm I, I just curious about how, how, how that process kind of works. Yeah, well, I think the, the biggest start is just helping people to, to know what questions to ask mm-hmm. themselves. And then also just creating that safe space to realize that, like you said, money's still pretty taboo. We would rather talk about other topics than money with most people. And just letting, letting people understand that it's okay to ask those tough questions of yourself, but also just knowing how to assess where you stand. And I think that's where that, that digital component to this, this financial wellness approach really helps people just walk through in a focused way before they actually talk to a human advisor. And those, you know, those questions that they need to address are, are automated where as much as possible they can be. And then that way, that conversation, when you do talk to a coach or advisor, it's more focused and it's more goal-oriented, and you can use that digital component, come back to those financial wellness measures just to see how you're doing and to track that progress over time. Get those gentle reminders, get those nudges, and uh, know that uh, you you don't have to be hyper-focused on your finances all the time to still make some positive movements. And I think as long as we set those parameters, it helps people know what they should be focusing on and um, breaks down the barriers. Yeah, for sure. I think anytime that I can get a step-by-step process, and while there's no guarantees that these steps have been shown to get somebody from where they want to go to or where they are to where they want to go, then I can follow those steps and having access to information that I can be consuming on my own, sort of doing my own independent work. But then when something comes up um, or it's just, I want another set of eyes, am I doing this right? Being able to interact with, if it's a coach or an advisor, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's 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 that just in time learning. So mm-hmm. you know, based on goals, it's not just trying to overwhelm people with this huge you know financial literacy curriculum. Uh, the the Bright Plan Academy really focuses on goals, and then that education supports those goals. And so uh, so we find that you know if you provide that waterfall approach or what traditional financial advisors have done, here's your beautiful uh, financial plan. I used to create those beautiful plans that had a nice little action list of 20 to 30 things you need to do over the course of the next 12 months or so. But if we break it down into bite-sized chunks, meet people where they're at and provide the supporting education, that's when you get you know, that education leading to action. And I, you know, can we kind of use a, a best next steps approach and the digital financial wellness coach helps support that. And, uh, and I think that's, that's where education or financial literacy really starts to move the needle. And we see that real change in financial wellness because we have action to support the learning. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. I love just in time learning. I mean, I think that 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 we all know that we're ready to receive information when 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 we're ready to receive it, and sometimes it takes, unfortunately, having something bad happen that'll motivate us to, you know, to change our health behaviors, or and we have you know an emergency that requires a cash infusion, and oh my gosh, I don't have it. What am I going to do? That really motivates it. Uh, so just being there and giving people 
those actionable things to be doing. Because to your point, if you gave me a list of 30 things that I needed to do to get my financial life together, well, then I'm probably not going to do that. So I appreciate that. Uh, I, I, I love it. Um, so you, you, you mentioned the academy, you, 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 you mentioned the coaching. How, how long has it taken y'all to, to develop this platform? And how are you consistently evolving it? Yeah, so at Bright Plan, we're just we're, we're focusing on advocating for employee total financial wellness. So, uh, the platform, I believe, has uh, I believe we are now in I think this is year five mm-hmm. of continuing to evolve that platform. And so, uh, what what we do with that total financial wellness solution is you know. Essentially, it's making financial success attainable for everyone. So regardless of age, life stage, um, where you are in the process, and it's, you know, four pillars are really what define the Bright Plan uh, solution. So it's learn, it's plan, invest, and manage. And all four of those pillars really tie into that that definition of of financial wellness, making sure we're not just looking at the objective, how are we doing, how are we measuring that progress, but also that subjective, am I confident, am I growing, am I um, financial capability, do I feel like I'm really able to move forward in my financial life with, with purpose and meaning? I love it. Learn, plan, invest, and manage. Perfect. Well, Scott, people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? All right, George, everyone needs a plan. Create your financial wellness plan with that focus on life, not just money. It all starts with awareness. So know where you stand today and identify just those simple ways you can assess your overall financial wellness. So it starts with that basic behavior, create that spending analysis, but also know how you know, know what that debt to income looks like, know your savings rate. And then finally, just rate yourself, scale to one to 10 or scale to one to 100. How satisfied are you with your current financial situation? And that final piece of awareness doesn't hurt to ask if your employer offers some type of total financial wellness solution to help you move the needle in your own financial lives. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. Come on. Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can employers and employees uh, look into bringing Bright Plan to their workplace. Excellent, George. Well, they can go to brightplan.com, learn more about the Certified for, for Fiduciary Excellence program that we have, Total Financial Wellness Solution, uh, and really look forward to answering any questions we might have about how we can take this movement of total financial wellness to the masses. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Scott your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to brightplan.com and check out the great resources and get involved with the movement. Thanks again, Scott. Thanks a lot, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We're all in this together.